0: And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello, everybody. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews, the show where we talk about the movies, and we're going to really do that right now. I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we are going to review a film called Amelia. Mm-hmm. It is directed by Mira Nair, written by Ronald Bass and Anna Hamilton Phelan, and stars Hillary Swank, Richard Gere and Ewan McGregor. This is a biography of the legendary American pilot Amelia Earhart. She (laughs) broke ground where no other women were doing so back in the late 20s and early 30s and disappeared in 1937 while Flying over the Pacific Ocean, she was trying to make a flight around the world. Right, right. And to this day, 70-some years later, nobody knows what happened to her. A fascinating story which is treated so badly in this film that I couldn't believe people actually sat down and said they wanted to do this movie this way.
1: You know, biopics have to be about the main character overcoming some kind of an obstacle movies in general have to be about something and that's why we like movies that have a struggle they have hard times there's physical limitations there are conflicts and then there are challenges the biggest challenge for me in this film was not falling asleep (laughs) i never saw such a lifeless two-dimensional portrait biopics, again, have to be more than just the presentation of a life's accomplishments. That's not enough to fuel a movie. I have to know what motivates the character, what was behind Amelia, why did she so want to be a pilot, what was in her character that made her want to take on this extraordinary lifestyle. None of that is present in this movie.
0: And I can't tell why. Now, I happen to have loved Hilary Swank in many of the things that I saw her do. Certainly, Million Dollar Baby was, for me, spectacular. I know that wasn't your favorite film. And I also loved her when she won her first Oscar for Boys Don't Cry. She brings absolutely nothing to her portrayal of Amelia Earhart.
1: She looks the part. She looks perfect. Absolutely great. She wears the clothes on that very tomboyish frame of hers, and she wears them well. The makeup is extraordinary. Everything about her is perfect, except there is nothing there. She is just not present in this particular movie. And I kept thinking to myself, what's wrong with this movie? Why am I not engaged? And also, I have to say that the so-called love affair between her and the man that she eventually marries, George Putnam, played with a certain amount of cinematic charm by Richard Gere was baffling too because there was absolutely no passion between these two human beings.
0: You know, I've seen Richard Gere in almost everything he's ever done in the last, what, 40 years. He's a very, very competent actor and I've always thought that he is one of the sexiest guys ever to appear on Mm -hmm. screen. Mm -hmm. Not in this film. He has about as much sex appeal for me as my dry cleaner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I just thought, why are these two people together? Now, George Putt was a publisher. And as a matter of fact, anybody out there who has read at least fifteen books in their life have probably read at least one published by Putnam Publishing Company. He kind of discovered her and made her a star. He fell in love with her, and before they got married, she said to him, "Okay, I'll marry you, but here's the deal: Mm -hmm. I do what I want to do, you do what you want to do, and if we want to do things with other people, it's okay with both of us." Okay, I understood that, and then when she meets Jean Vidal, played by Ewan McGregor mm-hmm. and Jean Vidal. By the way, is the father of Gore Vidal? You think? oh boy, now it's going to get interesting. Now there's going to be a huge conflict.
1: Yeah, you have the beginnings of a perfect triangle. Well, excuse me, where did the triangle go? Nowhere.
0: They kissed in the elevator, <laughs> and then we never heard anything more about it, and we find out later that George Putnam, the Richard Gere character, knew about her having an affair, and he probably didn't like that very much.
1: So there so, you so, go. Shucks.
0: <laughs> Another lousy day. Huh?
1: Right. Well, the movie skids to a stop, I think, at one point, because Jean Vidal's son is Gore, and he's depicted in the screen as a seven or eight year old kid and all of a sudden he complains that he doesn't like his name Gore and that's pretty much the whole intention of the Vidal family being shown in this movie. I really was shocked at how bad this picture was. I will also point out something else too, Les, when Hillary swank as Amelia's up there piloting the plane and she's going over the North Pole and all of a sudden she starts talking about the tropical beauty of the skies and I went, excuse me, time Time zone alert. Time zone alert. She's in the North Pole. She's talking about the tropics. Hello? Can't they even get that part right?
0: They didn't get anything right. Half of the film, she's flying and the other half of the film she is doing this marriage thing and this affair thing. And there's no conflict in any film, in any story. You tell a joke, there's got to be a conflict.
1: I know, I know, I know.
0: And there's no conflict here. I just didn't care. You talked about trying not to fall asleep. Well, I was trying to fall asleep. I mm-hmm. really was and this was so dull. I kept my eyes open thinking, it's got to be better. It's got to be better. to Wonderful actors. Three. Three, Three wonderful actors. actors. And there is a kind of a cameo appearance from a wonderful Broadway actress named Cherry Jones. She plays Eleanor Roosevelt, the wife, of course, of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the president. Let's talk for a minute about that. Eleanor Roosevelt was tall, very gawky.
1: She looked like Amelia Earhart.
0: She looked very much like Amelia very Earhart. Much she so. had reddish hair. Exactly. In the film, Cherry Jones plays Eleanor Roosevelt as pleasingly plump with jet black hair. What? <laughs> There are newsreels where they can watch Eleanor Roosevelt and do something okay. with her. They didn't. They didn't do anything with Amelia Earhart. They didn't do anything with anybody. This film was a very quiet, very quiet disaster.
1: Yeah, I thought so, too. Hillary Swank's toothiness and that toothy grin, I thought if I saw it one more time, I was going to scream. I didn't like the Kansas accent. I know she worked very hard to get this movie produced. She was one of the executive producers. I know that she believes that the... The story of Amelia Earhart is one that should be told. I don't disagree with her. I can't wait for them to make a decent, decent movie out of a woman's life. And I think it would be celebrated. But the way they've done it, there is absolutely nothing of interest. There is no charisma. There is no passion in this film. There is no intensity. There is no purpose to this movie. And that really is disappointing. Just because somebody accomplishes a great feat, no matter what it is, but in this case it was aviation, that doesn't mean that that makes a good story. Story has to come out of other things rather than just the facts, ma'am. So, for me, Amelia is still missing. She never got off the ground. She failed to soar, and she ultimately dropped out of sight. For me, Amelia gets a red light. I've
0: got to give it a red light, too, Anne. I was thinking about giving it a yellow light, a gasping yellow light. But it's just not that good. Amelia gets two red lights. Mira Nair is the director. Hilary Swank, Richard Gere, Ewan McGregor, Christopher Eccleston, and Joe Anderson, and Cherry Jones are also in the film. You just don't care about it. Somebody blogged somewhere Mm -hmm. that the clothes... the best part of the film I've got to agree with that well
1: speaking of which okay and I will say this the biggest accomplishment that I found in the movie was the fact that Amelia was able to work on a plane repairing it with a wrench and she did not have one grease spot on her spotless white aviation jumpsuit I just couldn't get over that now that's an accomplishment
0: Well, if Amelia Earhart had had costume and makeup people standing by to fix it, if she did get a drop on her, it would have been different. But Hilary Swank was a lot luckier. Two red lights for Amelia. We're going to be back to review another film. I know you're going to want to hear about it. We love to review films, even when they're bad, like Amelia. We hope for something a little bit better next time. Until then, my name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews, who sends us to the theater every week, hopes that we're going to run into you having popcorn and having a terrific time at the movies.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, Next Best Picture.